Hello and welcome to Carry On Streaming, a wavering podcast in which I, Jeremy Lim, watch all the Carry On films in order and analyse them in detail so you don't have to. I don't have to either, but what the hell's it got to do with you, Hugh Burke? Luckily, I don't do it alone. No, by Vincent Crubbles, I don't. Each episode, I'm joined by a Paul Litchfield. Paul, how are you doing? I suppose so, yes. Do you suppose so? I do, yes. Oh, and brilliant. do you suppose so? Do well, I, I hope you do. I, I didn't suppose earlier, but I'm... I'm you not, haven't supposed today. Not today. Should you, I know you're supposed to suppose every day, aren't you? Oh, it's autumn now. You've got to suppose every day. It's the current government thinkerman. Oh, yeah, bloody government. Oh. Well, don't the... forget to put your suppose... Is it you put your suppose forward or back? I can't remember. Well, I suppose... Oh, well, that, that tells me you that you, put it for, you pay it forward, don't you? Like everything hey, else. You pay your supposes forward. Yeah. Don't forget to pay oh, your clock supposes forward, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so, good. So we've got all that bedded in now. That's all covered. Yeah. So, um, but more, more importantly, we, what have we watched this week? We've been watching Carry On Pilot. Carry On Pilot. Yes. Well, now, I, I enjoyed this one, I have to say, a lot. I, 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 I will absolutely concur. I also enjoyed this. Um, and I, and it, I it's, think... It's a strange amalgam of lots of different ideas thrown <laughs> at the one palette. It really you is. Know what? I don't mind that. No, and I tell you what, well, you may or may not be aware of this, but this is the first, officially the first, Talbot Rothwell script. So is it got, really? It is, yes. It's got his name on it. Um, I, I think he'd done some Everything script... we've done so far has been pre-Talbot. Exactly. It's been lots of Norman Hudis and... Uh, right. You know, I mean, a lot of there's been a lot of cover-ups as to who's done what, but um, this, sure, is, sure. this is definitely... Uh, this uh, is 100%, 100% Rothwell. Refined yeah. Rothwell. Exactly, yeah. And wow. you, can sort of, you can sort of tell, can't you? Because it's got that insouciance... Um, Do you know what? It's so strange that you've mentioned that because hmm. this is one of the carry-on films that introduces in the opening titles, which we'll get to. Yeah. Um, obviously, you've got the wonderful little, um, uh, those tiny little sort of animated um, stills that they yeah. have. Oh, brilliant. Um, yeah, there's a lot of those. Lots of Mile High Club references in this, weirdly, even though that's not referencing the film, but that's fine. No, well, yeah, well, there's a reason for that. We'll, co- we'll come on to that. Yeah, we'll come to that. But um, what I like is—is is this one? Is this this is when they start doing the alternative titles a lot? Yes, and I presume this properly. is a Talbot thing. Well, yes. I mean, that's the thing is that every so often, in because up to this point, the, there's been different versions of the films available. This is, the, as far as I know, anyway. This, there's only this one version that was, I'm sure we both watched. And yes. um, Talbot yes, Rothwell apparently he, he'd done a bit of script doctoring before now, and right. uh, and a bit of script dentisting as well. Sure, and a little bit of script um, paediatrician as well, but uh, right. but but this is his first when he's you know absolutely down the line. It's him, and he puts his stamp yeah. on it. And as as I'm sure you're right, I'm sure that these alternative titles is uh, yeah. His, I mean, his... I mean, it's weird because this one has 28, and I didn't, I couldn't write them all down. No, because you know I I wasn't watching. So um, no, well, what I, I mean, did is I, I wrote down my favourite. So it comes up Karen Pilot, which is yeah, great. Karen Pilot, and then yeah. it will do the awe thing, the awe, which oh, is nice. Yeah, um, exactly, but yeah. You could tell this is Rothwell because um, it's a bit. I think it's a bit overly saucy. Some of these. Yeah, <laughs> well, there's definitely I mean, definite sauce in a lot of the film. Yeah, yeah, there really is in these. there. Yeah, I mean, the first one is a couple of hot air balloons. And sort of <laughs> yeah. Years, but yeah, okay, fine. I mean, it's but because, then, because that's obviously because obviously this is Babs's first. I mean, when when they were making it, they thought this would be her first film. I know she was in Black Gold, but uh, this yeah, was, this was her first. Oh, I see. You see what okay. I mean? So Got you. Um, okay. But she was yeah. almost almost incidental in that one, whereas in this one she's Absolutely. front yeah, and centre stage. Yeah, she's got a huge couple of story arcs in in in, in this one, isn't she? So <laughs> it was it was also all. I mean, this is I mean, this is very close. I think. Yeah. Or or what a lovely cockpit. Yeah, I what mean, a lovely cockpit. That's right. Yes, that's blimey. That's the what first one. But you're right. Yeah. They, they they do because there are twenty eight of them. They do whip by. I did. They do I, whip past. Yeah. Well, they put three on sometimes the screen at the exactly, same time. Yeah. You just have to read them very quickly. It reminds me sort of like the Benny Hill gag when you go down the wall and there'd be that sort of really desperate graffiti that would yeah. promote you coming. And the, yeah, and then um, that's in the background of the rest of the sketch. Just the sort of like yes, you see the end yeah. of the punchline. 
I know. Um, what do you think about everyone knows a rear gun there? Because that's like obviously a sort of homosexual reference. But well, uh, yeah, I Close guess. to the nose. But in a way, I mean, my theory anyway is that um, they can get away with a lot more in those days. Because people sure. don't, because people don't actually realise what they're saying. If you see what I mean, so they can sort of, of be, they can sort of be ruder than they could be today. In now, in, I don't know if you've ever spoken to family members about this because you've hit the nail completely on the head. I remember when I used to speak to my grandfather when he was saying oh, that yeah. he didn't know what we were saying back then. Yeah, and he he would give me examples, and it was just literally just gibberish. I mean, just gibberish. He said like he went to a shop and he would just go horseshoe Nazi unicorn and then that somehow meant he wanted a bit of scrag air oh i see okay yes just that, literally nonsense so this is a bit like it's <clears throat> sort of a slightly like polari as in you got code yes. for things i guess polari meets stanley unwin it's, yeah it's exactly a weird way and a um, little, little bit of um cockney rhyming slang maybe or is it not even yeah. rhyming? cockney blank well, verse uh well, we had Devon rhyming slang when I yeah. grew up in Devon, but it was mostly you bastard, you fucking bastard, and that's all we ever really said yeah. like about anything. Really. Yes, and then there was um, there was T. S. Eliot symbolic American slang as well. Yes, the, the, yes, uh, which was all the rage, wasn't it? Um, it, was all, briefly. it was all the, briefly, yeah, and people would go around going, "Hey, damn yatta," and that meant um, yes. mad hatter. And, that meant uh, Manhattan, which then meant something else. Apparently. That meant something so else, it, yeah. You yeah. had to, you had to go through various iterations. Never, never, ever fucking stopped. No, um, well, and that is, again, a few of the alternative titles do go down that... Um... Yeah, I think my favourite is mm. Who's, that cheeky, Who's That Cheeky Little Fucker? Because obviously the plane, the fucker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Who's that? Yeah, cheeky That's quite fucker. nice. That's nice. Who's, that, who's That Cheeky Little Fucker? I kind of, that was, you know, blimey. There's a weird one, which yeah. is the, the Frog of War. But, the frog of war, and there's a sort of yeah. like a, a frog with a with a swastika on its on its leg, on its so, yeah, so, well the one leg sort of cocked up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, quite. Is it trying to do a salute? Is that what it's maybe trying to do? I like a little Nazi salute with its little. I wonder if it's to do with um, it's an allusion to the French Vichy government and the collabor- right. collaboration and stuff like that. Because what we okay. should say about this, I mean, I'm sure everyone at home has seen it. It's a very popular one. But yes. um, this is the first parody historical carry-on film, isn't it? Yes, I would say so. But it's parodying like slightly too many things at the same time. But do you know yeah. what? I don't mind when they chuck enough uh, muck no. at the portrait because a lot will stick. But it's the it's the first one set in the past. I think I'm right in saying because yeah, definitely. It's it's, it's, a, it's obviously it's not it doesn't quite tell you the year, but it's definitely during the Second World War. It's definitely yeah, definitely. I mean definitely. that's that's obvious. Um, yeah. So, well, let's just go through a few of the... Um, yeah, yeah, you start, because the, yeah. You're, you're, you're quite a font of knowledge normally when it comes to these things. I'm well, thank you very much. much. Well, I, I, I do my best, yeah. which is generally shit. Abysmal. Yeah, but go. So the first... So it's 1962 still. Um, oh, shut up! Oh, no, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, even though we've had Carry On Black Gold in glorious Technicolor and not so glorious... Oh. Not so glorious, um, you know, overlit, sort of, revolting yeah. colour palette. Well, maybe that's why. No, that can't be why, actually, because they started to make this first. It's in black and white, is what I'm saying. It's in um, black and white. It's in, well, it's it's, it's, it's in black and white. Well, well, it's in your basic black and bloody white. But it, it's almost sepia, weirdly. But, I, I mean, apparently, Kenneth Williams mentions this in his diaries, and he, he says that Peter Rogers said they still had, like, 60 cans of black and white film to use up so right they're not going to chuck that away just because everything else is no. in color good lord no no so no. Uh, and then and, he had and then he had a, i think it really lends itself to it i think it actually really works i know he did he did say he had a barclays over the um over the film cans I don't know. right which is you know, standard but no but he it's said peter rogers had a barclays it? over the film cans. oh do you think um, he witnessed that well, I don't know because he was. Uh, he, was he was in the room. room. Well, he, uh, well, he was writing it, it was late in the night in um, I think it was right. um, November 1962, and he was he was he had terrible gallbladder problems at the time, and so he, yeah. was, he was slightly on. I can't remember what the drug he was on was, but um, heroin. Heroin, that's it. And it yeah. it, uh, it, it, it addled his mind slightly, and so that, that those. Well, it diary, 
Well, those diary entries, as you probably know, I mean, we've all read the yeah. Kenneth Williams stories. They're amazing, obviously. Yes, but, stunning. But um, the late late 62 to early 63, and to be honest, into 64, they're quite difficult to um, to, to read and to, and to make out, aren't they? Yes. I mean, yeah. Well, it's, it's a sort of mixture of swearing, sort of patois. And then he sort of goes into well, Sanskrit for a bit, and then Sanskrit. Yeah, he goes definitely goes through a Sanskrit phase. You're absolutely right. I think. Then, I wonder if that's Joe Orton's influence. It could be actually. Of course, we're going to Joe Orton later in, in this yeah. decade. But um, well, yes, we have to. <laughs> there's lots of um, lots of drawings of Yeti at one point. I don't know. What Just endless about. Yeti pages. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. But anyway, but the, one of the la- in fact one of the last coherence things he says is that uh, Peter Rogers had a had a Barclays over the. Uh, Film cans. So, uh, Good Lord. There you go. Wow. I wonder if he was there. I wonder if he was there. I don't know. You never really know with Ken, do you? You don't know. I mean, Ken in this film is, is very... Um, well, I mean, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but he's he's acting... What's, what's it? Major Gobbles, which is obviously Goebbels. Major Gobbles, yeah. Obviously Goebbels. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but um, not... Not really. Sort of, it's weird because he has done another German accent, and we'll come to that film when we get to it. But yeah, it's really sort of. No, well, I think. I, well, I'm wondering if it was one of two things. First, first of all, because I mean, if you think about it, the Second World War was only like 17 years ago, whatever it was. Um, so it's, it's very recent memory to be. Uh, yes. To, to be acting a Nazi, and uh, I, I think, um, and that coupled with. The fact he was taking a lot of heroin probably made him yeah. a little bit, a little bit more um, circumspect than he. He didn't. He's. It's yeah. not. It's not full throttle, Williams, is it? It's not. But no. do you know what? I mean, he does land the bomb knots well. Um, he does. He's having, he seems to be sort of having great fun. Well, um, good for him. It's 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 great to see him. I mean, and this is you know the first and last time it will ever happen. But him and Barry took. I mean, this is Barry yes. Took's first and last. Carry on. You're quite um, right, and in almost his first and last acting role, I would say. I mean, I, I think I, it. I think it would be yes. I th- apparently, he was considered for the original um, Adam Adamant, as in Adam Adamant lives. You know the Victor- right. The, the is it Edwardian or Victorian fop who gets unfrozen in the uh, in the 1960s, and uh, it was it was Gerald, yes. Gerald Harper, of course. But for some reason, Barry Took was quite hot for a bit. Um, for for a few really years, he was. Yeah, he's on. He, was, he used to be on jukebox jury, uh, yeah. whether it was on or not. Exactly. Yeah, and and, if, you know? and uh, in fact, the bands used to have to vote what they thought of him. Um, yeah. Well, that was yes. I remember this. The bands used to say what they used to vote on what they thought Barry Took would think yeah. about it, and, and then Barry Took would do the casting vote. Yeah, and quite often really roast them because I remember that famously Jerry and the Pacemakers. Said um, that Barry Took was—he's he's an absolute legend. And then when, yes. he ca- when he came on to discuss them, he just mimed flushing a toilet at them. Yeah, over and over and over, like, yeah. Yeah, over, and over yes. again. And t- um, but yeah. in a really quite a harsh way because he just kept doing it over and over again until they left the set. It was really—it yes. um, wasn't nice. Yeah. Listen, I would say that Barry Took, I think, is one of the highlights in this film. Um, mm. I don't know why. I don't know why he's called Pebble. But he's Pe- called no, Pebble. He is called Pebble, isn't he? I don't yeah. know. Is that but, an obscure joke for some? Some. I, no, I mean, if it is, it's I mean, very, it is yeah. because. Okay, so um, one of the things about this film, as I'm sure you know, is that um, uh, Peter it's a Rob- controversy thing. It well, it's, it's controversial, but it also sort of explains why it is. I mean, in a sense. Because you know, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of the uh, Carry On films in, in up, leading up to this point have been quite bare in in the plot stakes, as in yeah. there's not been much to describe in what happens. No. Whereas this one is almost the opposite. It's like too much it's, happens. It's dense, plot heavy, isn't it? Yeah, and the reason for that is that uh, Peter Rogers, because he saw that the, the 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 Second World War film was becoming quite a big thing. I mean, we'd had, I think, by this stage, you'd already had. The Dam Busters certainly, and uh, things like um, yeah, things like um, Reach for the yeah. Sky. So he um, and, and basically everyone was writing their war memoirs or already had, and so um, he thought, well, why don't we just buy a war memoir and adapt it for a Carry On film? So this is the only Carry On film which is an actual so adaptation. It's based on, 
so loosely based on some fact. Some sort of fact. Although it's very difficult to make out the uh, fact from the... Um, actually, I say it's difficult. I mean, things that... So much in this film is, is absolutely impossible. That, uh, yes. That um, uh, it's not that difficult. It's difficult finding anything that could be possible. But anyway, but the point was that Peter Rogers bought some war memoirs, but some really shit, shit ones, to be frank. Really... Yeah. And they're yeah. all, they all contradict each other. And he kept buying new ones as they were making it. And that's why every sort of like 10 minutes or so in the film, there's like another plot thread set up. Do you see what I mean? Quite, it's quite yes. a large cast, actually. It's a bit like, it's almost like it's a mad, 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 mad world. Because it's, yes, I think, I do you think know what I mean? that's exactly it. There, there are, there's a sort of Lumiere Brothers plot, which is never really yeah. explored. Yeah. There's a Mile High sort of club plot, yeah, which yeah, yeah. obviously is something that was new at the time. Um, then there's a sort of Dan Buster's plot. Then there's a, a a World War sort of fighty plot. There's a dog fight sort there's of like fight, Red yeah. Baron plot. There's a, it's just it's basically anything to do with the sky. They're just fucking exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I, I think the point they're trying to make is that the sky was almost like um, not the final frontier exactly, but it was like a different world for them. And so like, it, well, I suppose plane, that, planes would intersect and and yeah, lead on to another story and stuff like that. And, uh, but I suppose back then the sky was like, you know, for Britain, it was like space, you know, it was that that's it was, the best but, there was. But also, of course, that Britain, you know, famously had won the Battle of Britain. Um, yes. Hence, hence the name Battle of Britain. I mean, yes. if they'd lost it, apparently they were going to call it the Battle of Birkenhead and, and, right. then, and then just cancel Birkenhead, you know. And they just can't, well, yeah. Blame I mean, it for everything. But anyway... Yeah. They they didn't. Luckily, that didn't happen. Um, no. Well, some historians would argue, but yeah. 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 But I've been I've been trying to um, uh, source some of these. It, it's not public knowledge of what a lot of these more war memoirs were. Right. Is um, it private knowledge? That's the big. It's one. private knowledge. Yeah. But I managed to talk to a couple of privates, and um, right. they've let me know a few. Th- I mean, I'm again. This is only. A lot of You've these been... is just just one source. I can't. I haven't sure. been able to confirm a lot of this. But well, uh, the fact that you went on the dark web and were drip fed exactly, private, I exactly. Think is, you know, you know. Yeah, and I've been doing that for for a while now. So I, well, I, I way know... before we started this. <laughs> well, quite. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so, so 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 what have you got? So one of the um, me- what's the mem- goss? What's the goss? The Second World War goss. Yeah. One of the memoirs was apparently called "Blood, Toil, Tears, and Whiz," and it was right. it was um, it was <laughs> it was right. So, and so it, but, a funny mouse just ran through my flat. Yes, here as well. Weirdly, it was funny though. It was a very funny uh, mouse. But anyway, yeah. it was Church- I will, I, and I will kill it. I, ha- I do have to kill it. Churchill's dr- Churchill's drug dealer. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, so that was what that was all about. There's another one. And what was Churchill's sort of? Do we know what Churchill's sort of you know drug of choice was? Well, uh, as you know, sort of initial plot in this. I mean, film, a lot of people think it's E. I know. I don't think it is E. He's a massive E head. Apparently, there, there are there are in the in the archives. Obviously, we're never going to see them. Um, lot Churchill like off his nods oh, really? to the Andrews. Oh really? No, I didn't like, know about really this. Really giving it like shapes like. That you does, know, big cigar, little cigar, cardboard box. That does make a lot of sense, doesn't it, really? Yeah. I mean, actually, there's a lot... You know how usually he um, is doing the V for victory sign? But every so often, he's, you can... There are, there are a couple of... A couple of um, well, you, sometimes couple he of, looks like he's doing, like, air quotation Vs. Yeah, but, but also... Sort of, sometimes they're moving a bit. They're moving a bit too much, I think. But you know that West Side sign where you cross the middle yes. two fingers? And he does that occasionally as well, um, right. and uh, I mean yeah. that that could be that could be W for whiz. I, I don't know. Maybe I, mean, I don't know. Well, how it could be E because he does it sideways, so it could be an E for ecstasy. Oh God, no! This Do you is think a... that's what he was doing? I don't sideways know. Sideways E. I mean, I haven't read the book. I just know that this is one of the books that Peter Rogers. Well, I say I know. This is one of the books that I was told that Peter Rogers acquired. You see, I got it. I got it on audiobook. But I told Tears and Whiz. Have you? Yeah, but I but I tried to read it like a book. So obviously, you know, nothing going there. Oh, you tried to read the sort of like the, the yeah, try to well, I just computer ended up code, sort of like as in smashing it, smashing yeah. this thing to bits. I don't, I don't, I don't blame. I mean, apparently, none of these books are any good. 
I mean, hence, well, no. uh, hence why he paid very little for them. Um, but that's amazing that you've had to know that. How did you dig all this out? Well, it's it's a lot of it, as I say, is slightly hearsay. I, I can't prove a lot of it. Apparently, there's another one called Soft Bullets. Um, right. Another one called um, an, well, an Invisible Flag Too Long, apparently. Um, right. Once Upon a Wartime... And my right. friend, my frenemy's frenemy is my end. Oh, jeez, um, exactly, yeah. And okay, but I haven't even been able and to these find. These were what them. all sort of like dipped into and sort of amalgamated into well, I think a sort just of ongoing bought... script. He's, uh, I don't know where he found this out, but they they were all for the rights for all of these adaptations were up for grabs, and he all he, for sale. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, only for a couple of couple of bob or something whatever it was you know what that makes sense because um, harrods used to sell war diaries back then they did and in the war diary department which you could go to but... yeah and there, there's um it, it almost bankrupted them because there was they, they, they sold them so litigation yeah the litigation the litigation exactly yeah legal but... rights to people's lives were almost were being sold yeah because once I you mean, bought I... a war memoir you could claim it was you right um, yes i remember yeah. you could buy individual pages of the hitler diary in harrods in the deli section oh yeah absolutely and yeah, um, just in, in between slices of corned beef and exactly, uh, yeah. Well, and, and, yeah and gefilte fish you know and ironically <laughs> but anyway yeah anyway yes gosh gosh we haven't even spoken about the film yet no we have not but it's okay it's, as i say i really enjoy this film although apparently at the time it wasn't very popular because it was. You have to remember, this is 1962. As I say, the World War Two was quite recent in the memory for a lot of the people watching it. Yeah. But not only that. Um, Isn't there something to do with the Cuban Missile Crisis? That's it. That's exactly right. Because as you know, the one of the, one of the main plots right. is, is Kenneth Connor trying to go to Cuba to pick up Churchill's cigars or something something like that well this is the sort of beginning fulcrum of the plot isn't it um, it he's is he's going to pick up cigars but he doesn't does he and no well, the... well because missile is like a code word for cigar um, right but but the people that he meets there don't know that and so he ends up well, taking some missiles back and then Churchill... tiny tiny missiles that you could put in your mouth and then churchill does smoke some missiles yeah, well, this is um, comedy, sort of, you know, blackface. Yeah. Exactly, know, yeah. Boom, and if, you know. I like the... Uh, so the actor who plays Churchill in this, Michael ah. Ni- Michael Nightingale, he, he's he's quite... You could see him in a few other things. Yeah. He, he's um, he's usually quite... A, he's, um, he's quite often like a bank clerk or something, but he's quite well cast Ooh. as Churchill in this, I think. And uh, He looks great. He yeah. does look good. He's, it's not his voice, of course. Someone else dubbed him. But um, Oh, really? Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, but he, he he gamely tries to smoke a missile at one point, yes, um, and try and try to light the end of it, you know. And it's, yeah. it's like about twelve feet long. And uh, he, well, it's, it's a sort of funny bit where it sort of you know obviously sort of comes out of his mouth and sort of goes across the war room. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and sort, of, sort dec- of quite funny decimates half the cabinet, sort of thing. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And I mean, it's a lot of the time he's shot from behind. I think that's partly. For, for the dubbing purposes, so you don't need to match up his, his oh, lips. Oh, I see. see what I mean. Uh... But except for right at the end, again we're jumping around a little bit. But um, at the very end, you know, he, he says, "Sometimes a cigar is just a cigar," and yes. then he starts smoking a cock. And um, <laughs> it's, it's it's again, it's like what you were saying earlier. It's it's, sort it's of... close up. That's the thing. It's the close up. It's the close the up of it. Yeah, it, yeah. Because you've never really said, "Yeah, God, yeah, now." so obvious now yeah because you never it's always back turned being he's dubbed always. over but finally when you do get to see him full frontal as it were yeah um it's just a close-up of his mouth but with a with a cock you, you don't see who's it is it. i mean there's anyway yeah i mean that could have been anyone's mouth i mean you just assume at this stage it's ken's well exactly. obviously it wouldn't be weirdly i mean ironically you know barely a cock past his lips exactly i mean you know it is it's, it's a conspiracy there's lots of not conspiracies. There's lots of theories about this anyway, right? Uh, as to whose cock it was, or if it was a real one. Um, it looks really real. It does, and uh, again, surprised they got it past the censors. But it does sort of like crown the film quite well. It's a sort of good yeah. topper, really. You know what I mean? 
Because I mean, it's got a nice little. M uh, I like the little MOD properties stamped on one of the exactly, balls. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, nice. because because there's so many plots going on, but I mean, the main plot, in a way, as as we've alluded to, is Kenneth Connor going to try and get cigars for Churchill. So it yeah, does, that's it does, the sort of basic bones on which this hangs it, on. Absolutely, yeah, and um, yeah, but and uh, there's the. There's the, so you've got that going on. Then yeah. you've got Bill Maynard, who I think is amazing in this. Oh, he's amazing. Absolutely. He's amazing. And he's trying to sort of break. He's sort of like in a proto Concord, but it's not Concord, obviously. Yes. He's trying to sort of like do like a sort of early um, version of what Richard Branson would perishingly try and do for years and annoy everyone. He's, yes. He's just trying to fly very quickly from here to here. And there's that lovely bit where he is running out of fuel, but it's yes. not fuel because it's a French plane. It has to be refilled with champagne. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's a very funny bit. And it's, all the bubbles going in and everything. Exactly. Done. And it's Esma Cannon is the waitress, isn't she? And she's yeah. And, she, oh, and also, she's great. She's, um, she's very funny. In it. And she, she's always obviously swigging a bit of champagne. when She's always when, swigging when, the champs. Just yeah. Absolutely off her face. Yeah. Well, she's sick at one point. Well, she is actually. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that was intentional, unfortunately. Well, I think she was method, so I'd imagine. I think yeah. she was Stanislavski um, was 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 Esme. So I think was she? she would have got drunk. I didn't yeah. know that. I don't know much. About Esme. House to her, it just wasn't true. I don't know much you about know? Esme Cannon. Was she related to Cannon and Ball? She was Cannon and Ball's mother. Yeah, both both of their but, mothers. Both of their mothers. Yeah, really? yeah, but independently. Yeah, I'd hope independent. Well, she's a very independent woman. Well, quite. Yeah. I mean, she's in very. a way, in a way, she's a trailblazer. But she yeah. did study the Stanislavski method, so she went, yeah. she went, she went long and hard when it came to um, when it came to reality. So if it meant she her character had to be drunk, she would get paralytic. Yeah. Well, good for but her. But then look at the results. I mean, she's exactly. fantastic. And died, died of alcoholism. Yeah. Yeah, you know, eventually. But she died yeah. of Stanis Lasky alcoholism, and that's well, different. that's that's very true because it can't be cured. Exactly, not meth, yeah. not meths, but method. That was there. You go. That's, yeah, that, well, that's, that's that's on her tombstone, I think. That is on her tomb. Well, yeah. I mean, someone chiselled it on after she died, but yeah, yeah. you're absolutely yeah. right. You yeah. know who chiselled it on? Well, I think I do, but I think you're going to be the definitive. Go on. Is it not Jimmy Nail? It's Jimmy Nail. It is. Yeah. It is Jimmy well, Nail. He, he did it with a nail. He did. He did it with a he did it with a nail. And, well, uh, he says that at the end. You can see he says, "I've done this with a nail." At the end of the news report about her. Um... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. At the end of that, he does it at the just, end of that. Just at the very end of that. Um, so you've got this going on. You see, you've got you've got Connor going over to get the sort of cigars, cigars. and missiles. Because you've got uh, Maynard uh, well, trying I... to establish. Yeah. A sort of record for flying. And then you've got the sort of dam busters plot. Yes. Now, well. I, like, I like this one. So this, and is... this is funny because it's the bouncing bum. I mean, of course it's the bouncing <laughs> bum. Of course it's the bouncing bum. But actually, as you, they've actually got Richard Todd in it from the dam busters. To be Which is in amazing. It, it yeah. is amazing. But you can tell that he, he I don't think he signed he up for it. He doesn't really want to be no. there. And it's significant that he, because a bit when they blow up, uh, uh, I can't remember the name of the dam, but they, they blow it up with a bouncing bum. Yeah, and of course, it, when and it hits the water, obviously, I mean, this is what people love. When it hits the water, it's... Exactly. exactly. You know, it's standard carry-on fare. It's Absolute classic. classic yeah. stuff. But they cut back to um, everyone in the, um, whatever it is, the war room. In the bloody um, war all room. All looking pleased about it. Yeah. And Richard Todd looks so annoyed. So... And then he wanders off to the side of the... You've probably seen this. He wanders off stage left. Mm. And he looks like he's going to go and do, make a report. But apparently he was talking to uh, Gerald Thomas, who, of course, was directing. Yes. And, um, well, he usually was. Exactly. And they dubbed on a gunshot. And um, he was uh, fired from the film. And oh, the way they explained it was that, he, well, he was shot. And because it's wartime, they can sort of get away with that. Any time any actor, you know, kicks up a fuss of any description, right. they just go, well... You're shot now. So, well, I mean, I mean, we bye. all know what it was like uh, filming these carry-ons. You know, you were doing them for I know. 
And if you if you absolutely raise your head above the parapet with any complaints, they just got rid of you. Yeah. I mean, you were, you know, that's absolutely true. I mean, I wonder why Richard Todd agreed to be in it. I I guess he was riding high on the damn bus. Do you think thought, you know, he did it for the fanny? Oh, he probably did, didn't he? Might because have done there was it for the fanny. Very little fanny in, in Danbus. Sorry, yes. Um, fanny, yeah. Um, I think it might have been that. Yeah. I think I think you probably. Right, I think at that stage he was doing anything for fanny. Well, I suppose. I mean, one of his memoirs is called "I Did It for the." I fanny. did it for the fanny. Yeah. Part two as yeah. well, which I is. Mean, part two. I did it for even, even more fanny. More fanny. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, to be honest, that's more about his um, his work with the homeless. But, right. but even so, I mean, but that just gives you know, an indication of his, you know, his, his oeuvre, motivation. His oeuvre, I would say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's very, uh, as you'd expect from Richard Todd, he's very, um, he's very good in this film. He's very straight down the line, obviously. Yes. Now, my um, question to you is, what do you think about Sid in this? Well, I I like Sid in this, but he's uh, he's he's not. He's gone back a step because he's sort of gone down a peg, isn't he? He's gone down the sort of like second, not a second wheel, but he's not in the sort of top. I think my theory, my theory is that whenever a Sid is having to act, someone who's not just a drunk bloke in the present day, obsessed with horses, um, obsessed with horses, and um, and have sex with miners and whiskey, exactly, and have sex with whiskey. Yeah. Then when he when he's not in that role, he he flounders a little bit because. He he did he, he's so he, he's his character is Phil Marshall Sid Montgomery. I mean, it's, I mean, yeah. It's, it's just. Do you think this is because maybe because um, uh, he's doing a lot of Hancock at this stage and is it? I don't reckon, know. I mean, for the con, con, you know, like 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 a is contract he still doing thing? Hancock though? Because this is well, this is sixty two by now. I'm wondering if yeah, but he did, of course, Hancock. the last four series of Hancock. Hancock's not in it. Yeah, that's true, and it's not called Hancock anymore. No, it's just called. Well, it's, called it's just it's, called Half Hour. Well, there was that in the last series called Sid's Ten Minutes. You know exactly. So, yeah, and the last one was Sid's Thirty Seconds. Yeah, which was him. Open, which was him farting open for brackets seconds. If, if you're lucky. Yeah. So exactly. Yeah. Because they never closed that bracket. And we were. It was actually. It was actually thirty-one seconds because in those days. Well, yeah. You had yeah. to. Have, uh, well, they sped everything up, so yeah. you know, for for the overseas. Well, it wasn't Hancock. I wonder what it was. I wonder if he was just under. He's probably just opening some know. betting shop or something, wasn't he? Or a series of betting. I don't shops. know. I mean, I don't know if this is significant, but of course, we've mentioned her already. Barbara Windsor, right, is in this film. Yes, she she plays a wren called Jenny. Jenny I mean, Wren, sure. Jenny Wren, yeah. of course. But she's got so red tips. Got red tits, um, I mean, which she that. has out. I mean, pretty much. I mean, they're covered in like a rubber, like a like a suction cup. But, well, the f- the they've f- cut away f- her entire costume at the front throughout the entire film. Yeah, and she's still got and all she, the traditional she's... garb on, all the Jenny Wren garb on, but she's just got her exactly, boobs yeah. out, but with two rubber red, you know. And, some... and Sid says, well, "Let's hope you don't win a medal." And. Um... That, that's the only reference to it, really, isn't Which it? Which is very odd for Sid. Yeah, normally you'd be you know you'd make a beeline for the breast yeah. gags when it came when you know when it comes. But he, to he just he just looks he just looks sad whenever she she appears in. in um, so I wonder actually then I wonder Jeremy if this is like after one of his slightly sort of like misguided or sad attempts at bedding her, which of course he was noted for. Well, and I wonder well, if she could well... she massively rebuffed him in a you know hotel somewhere. Well, you could well be right, and you know, Hence he's a bit in... sort of you know. Well, in future films, you'll be able to chart the course of their relationship. You can always quite, quite tell the films. Yeah, exactly. You can always tell the films where Sid's got closer to the to his goal. Yeah, I mean, in one which we'll talk about, but much later, he literally yeah. goes a factor, you know, in the middle oh, of the film. Yeah. Just points at carry on se- carry on sex. Carry on sex, which we kind of have it to is. do, unfortunately. But you know, uh, unfortunately, we are. Yeah, uh, not for, not for a good long oh, while. Oh wow, yeah. God, we've got eighteen <clears throat> years yet. Something. Like yeah. That. So, um, so I well, I haven't quite because um, I I did a bit of research. <clears throat> as as I said, this is a very popular film. Yes, lots of people love it. Love it, including me. To be honest, no, I, same. I love same. this film. Yeah. But um, at the time, it was very, very badly received. And it, it is, you're absolutely right, it was all to do with the Cuban Missile right. Crisis. Right, I thought, it, which, I, which, I don't know anything about this, but I just remember, it's something to do with 
is, is Lance Percival involved in this somehow, or is that a separate? Oh thing? well, the, <laughs> well, Lance Percival is. I don't know if you noticed. You know the Jap- Japanese kamikaze pilot who's too scared this, to. Right. This is the other rung of the. Of one, the, of the thing. Was, was one of the many. Fucking... Du- during all this is happening, the Japanese yeah. want to somehow yeah. invade. I don't know where it is in England. It's somewhere stupid. It's like Hyundai or exactly, something. Yeah. Um, and for some reason, Lance Percival literally, you know, yellowed up with tape oh, on his yeah, eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the teeth obviously are doing well, all exactly. the work. Exactly. I think that's how I um, was cast. And he's a kamikaze pilot who's charged with, you know, destroying... Well, yeah, he's supposed pounds. to dive oh, into... I can't remember what it is. Is it... Um... But he's a coward. Well, he's a coward, obviously. Is it? Is it the Isle of Wight? Or is it? Is it the... Oh, maybe it's the Isle of Wight. I, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I can't remember because, obviously, really I think clear. it's near... What's the naval base near there? Is it Portsmouth? Um, yes. So I think, I think the idea is that... Well, they never name it, but I think the idea is that he's supposed to dive bomb into Portsmouth. Oh, like a strategic port-based... Okay, got you. Unfortunately, right. loads of jokes in, about him saying, I'm too yarrow to go through the, and this. There's lots I'm of sorry, that. There's lots of very solid... Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. Apologies for the language about that, but, you know, we have to report these things. Well, it's. I'm afraid it's off the time. Yeah, And there's, a, there's one where he sort of like... Um, he's supposed to drop yeah. a payload. They make a big gag about that yeah. payload. And he just drops exactly, rice. Exactly, yeah. And you know, and and noodles at one point, and, and fortune cookies. And, yeah, them. exactly. And in the credits, he's credited yeah. as Rance Pelsivar, which is you know. Uh... <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, no, I mean we're laughing, but that that's what happens. happens. And it's in a slightly Chinese course, font, which yeah. has nothing to do with the rest of the font of little, anything else. Little gong when is it's literally Rance Rance Pelsivar. Little gong sound when is is what, is what it says. Yeah, there's a gong sound as well as his name goes up the credit. No, but anyway, but what I was was alluding to is that... um, Yes. I don't know if you know about this, but um, you know the carry-ons never caught on in America? Not really. I mean, the the scary dog version of carry-on vet did. But um, after that, that that, That was was sort of it. And I think it stems to uh, back to this film because... the Cuban Missile Crisis happened literally when this film when, was released. When it was being, and this yeah. film was all about the stupidity of the leaders and, and Cuba and missiles and, and stuff. And it just it just stoked the flames just right at the time when you didn't want them to, if you see what I mean. Well, it's, it's, it's literally the worst time to do a sort of comedy. Um, the sort of main fault from the plot is kind of trying to smuggle cigars. Exactly, yeah. And, it, and, call, and calling them missiles as well. And uh, yeah. it just... It just it, it was, it was tone deaf. To, well, it was unfortunate. I mean, it wasn't their fault, but it just it, it was a bad time to be making jokes about that sort of thing. And it got well, it, back. It, it, got either back it to, wasn't their fault, or it was totally their fault. But it's one of those two things. It's one, one, or, one or the other, exactly. One yeah. or the other. Yeah, let's but, settle uh, on but, that. But JFK, JFK, firmly blames the uh, Carry On uh, film for creating the crisis. And I don't. Well, didn't, right, he, didn't he come to Pinewood? He came to Pinewood. Trying to sort of stop it. He sort well, he of, did, know. but by this stage they were well into the next film. Uh, carry on, yes. carry on, and of pa- course, carry on, Paris. Let's not forget. Yes, yes, and strangely prescient because it was on that particular trip. He was in the soft top car, and he, he, he you know, he nearly got a exactly, cropper yeah. because people were, well, people were throwing conkers. People were throwing conkers at him. Throwing conkers at him because they, you know, he said, "I am the conqueror," and. Uh, they, yeah. they just but anyway I don't know if you know about this yeah. um, I've tracked it down there's a um, an audio recording of him in the White House during right the, right at the height of the Cuban Missile Crisis and why did you find this well it's it's actually it's because it's over 50 years now or over 60 years eBay. indeed eBay it's on eBay and on eBay. Um, no. and uh, you can actually I'm going to play it in in a second you can literally okay you can just about make him out saying Charles Hawtrey oh is Charles Hawtrey is a fucking prick. But you could, I mean, you can just about hear it. Um, well, this is a coup. Carry on, streamers. This is exactly. A coup. Yeah. So I'm going to play it now. We don't know what kinds of communications the Soviets have with those sites. We don't know what kinds of control they have with yes, horse warheads. If we saw a war, Charles Hawtrey is a fucking prick. Mr. President, there are a number of unknowns in this situation. I want to comment. So there you go. There's, um, wow. 
I, I mean, it's, there's no doubt that's him. And, um, oh no 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 no! There's no shadow of a doubt. Chief of staff, I think it was. But anyway, um, right. But you can tell because they're trying to find solutions, and he's just he's, he's his mind is on yes. carry on um, carry on pilot, which is sad because it could have. I think they could have broken America, you know, before the Beatles. It could have been a carry on mania. Yes, but of course it was all it. It, it was all this weird sort of like bad publicity, or uh, you know, that actually um, gave this film its sort of yeah. Chutzpah, it, it gave it a well, bit it of vim, vim and pep in the press. Yeah, that's why. It, I mean, so many people came to see this one. It broke it records. Did, it really did. Yeah, absolutely right. Later on, if you watch it on repeats, it would break CDs and then break mini. Yeah, discs. exactly. Break, break and, whatever. You know, if you watch it now, it would probably probably break Spotify. Well, I I watched it on Apple TV, and uh, it broke my Apple. So um, right. Uh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Well, there you go. But, um, but there you go. That's yeah. that's. Um, Apparently, I haven't tracked it down, but he also calls Kenneth Connor a wobbly cunt. But I haven't, I haven't found A wobbly cunt? I haven't found that one. Um, That's weird. Because uh, I would naturally, if you said wobbly cunt, I would have immediately thought Terry Scott. Isn't that weird? I know. But Terry Scott's not in this film. No, not at all. No, he's, no. He's, well, it says at the beginning, Terry, Terry Scott's Scott not in does this not film. feature in this film, famously. Yeah. Almost, it's so. before, isn't it before the title? Yeah, no, it's the first thing you see before. It's this carry on pilot. You're expecting the oars, which yeah. you get, 28 of them. But the first thing you see is Terry Scott Terry is not Scott in does film. not feature in this film. Which, to be yeah. honest, I think is, is I mean, he, as, as we, as we, as we thing, well know, he does return. But um, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Many times. Yeah. Um, but, of course, back at this time, Terry's getting a bit of a reputation of being... The easiest of no, well, not the not the most um, right on of people either. I mean, not that they cared about this no, these days, but I mean, you know, he... I mean, I can't remember which current film it is, and we'll get to that when we get to it. But I think there was a big contretemps that came about because his trailer was smaller. Yes, than um, I can't remember who the I think it was Joan Sims. Or I think it probably Joan, was, oh, yes, Joan Sims' trailer was bigger. I think another one uh, than his, and he was so annoyed he put his trailer in hers. That's right. Yes, this is you're absolutely right. This is early in um, the the 1970s current film. Let me just check. Right, the, which we'll get to. We'll get. We'll get to. It. I think. But, I think. Um, it, yeah, I think it might, literally... might be. Is it Carry On? I think it's Carry On Training. I think it's Carry On Training. Well, couple, oh, it's Carry On Training. Yeah, the, the, their, their answer to carry Blimey. their answer to on the buses, but that's a long way in yes, the future. We'll yeah. come back to that. Oh, long way! Yeah, we're a long way off from that. So, um, um, I mean, we haven't read. I mean, the, I, what I reckon with this film because it's so plot heavy. I don't think there's any I mean, because everyone knows this film. Surely, there's no point in us describing the yeah. plot. Is there really? Is, well, no. I mean, I mean, I, mean, I really like it. I, I think it's it's a fun film. It's got a lot going on. It's got a lot of. Um, I can I can give you a weird sort of like stat okay. fact. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That this this is this is the most tattooed film on English people's bodies. Really, that out of all the carry on, makes sense. Uh, there are obviously there's a lot of you know carry on milkmans out there and a lot of carry on well, there's... Uh, vets, but this one is apparently the biggest. There's, there's more quotes, images, and pictures of this um, on British well, that... men's gammon backs than there is any other. Well, I know um, there's that because um, there's that famous image. It's Jerry Desmond, who of course we all know from Norman Wisdom films. He acts some. Yeah. He acts some toffee nose major. I can't remember. The, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, but he, he has his. Fingers taped up. A major nuisance, I think he's called. Yeah, that's it, major nuisance. And he, he breaks all his fingers apart from the middle one. And then he has, yes. has to salute, and all he can do is hold up his middle finger. Yeah. And that that has become a very popular tattoo. That's a I, mean, huge, you could, I mean, that was on T-shirts as well. I mean, it was on T-shirts in the 90s. Yeah. I think, um, um, didn't all of Suede wear it when they were on top of the Pops once? They did, yeah. They were doing Animal Nitrate, yeah. and that's the Animal, one they wore. That's yeah. right, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But I mean, it's 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 a great. I, well, I don't know if it's a great film. It's it's a it's a great. Um, it's, it's an kind entertaining of relen- film. It's relentless. That's kind of what I like about it. It's one of those. It reminds me a little bit of films like Aeroplane or Top Secret, as in yeah. If, if yes. you don't like this gag, don't You're worry, there'll right. be another one coming along. Even though Absolutely. it's it's an incoherent mess. It is. <laughs> this it is. is yeah. It's just full of mad visual gags and like really yeah. good. Like again, this is Tolbert, you know. It is. It's all, yeah, quite. You're quite right. I think it really is. I think that's kind of what I like about it because if you try and pick it apart, then you know you're a dick. Well, you probably are, but that's sort of what we're doing. Yeah. But 
I don't know. Maybe we're maybe we're just well, if we maybe can... we're just dicks. Well, let's just say we're sharing a dick. I suppose that's probably exactly the best way to yeah. Do it. You know, and, if, that, and to be honest, you know, it's good enough for the carry ons, wasn't it? When when they did carry on cock. Yes. Yeah. Well, yes. Oh God, yeah. Blimey. Yeah. Oh. But obviously, we'll come on to that in the future. We'll as come well. on to that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any other thoughts about this film? I I quite like um, I quite like Charles Orch's Operation Mince Pie. That's good. That's fun. I'll bring the mints. You bring the pie, sort of thing. You bring the pie. Yeah. He's sort of sequestered into the. Um, well, it's him that. Is that right? That he's the one that's trying to find out the. Uh, well, he calls it ingredients because he thinks it's a mince pie. Yeah. But he's trying to find out what goes into the bouncing bum. That's yes, exactly. Is it? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's actually it all does link together. They they do talk about well, kind of talk, yeah. Talk, well, he refers to everything. I mean, it gives the illusion that it makes sense because everything refers to everything else. If you see what I mean. So, Do you think people, Jeremy, love this film? I mean, I think most people love this film just because of the bouncing bum. The... I think the bouncing... And I think why they really love it is that when the bouncing bum destroys the dam, yeah. there's, there is, of course, that very famous two-minute fart. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. two minutes of farting. Two minutes of... It's just an endless... Yeah, which, is, I mean, that's just before Richard Todd walks off in his shot, but, uh, but... You know. Right. Well, but um, no, but I'm not. I'm, really exactly. I, I'm not. You know, I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm just saying. I'm just pointing out a fact that this is. That was where Richard Todd. That was a. You know, that was a bridge too far, literally. Um, yes. But but yeah. that, but you know, this is the dawn of the sixties. I mean, you know, please please me is just around the corner. I mean, this is yes, yes. Um, you, know, mean? This is, you know, this is the year of the Sex Olympics and all that. Absolutely, stuff. I think in a way, the, the fact they're prepared to rip the piss out of the Second World War when it's still so fresh in people's memories is yeah. actually a good thing. When was the last time you saw This Is the Year of the Sex? Is it called This Is the Year of the Sex Olympics or no? What's Just, it called? I think it's the Year of the Sex Olympics. Yeah, have you seen the the one they did afterwards, the sort of art house one? This is the Year of the Sex Paralympics. No, but I have. No, no yeah. I've I've seen this as the year of the sex winter Olympics. Right. Um, okay. Yes. But it's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a very much. That's a tough watch. It's a, it's a tough, tough watch. It's tough, yeah. and to be honest, it's very difficult to do. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, not you know. Well, yeah. Certainly in most in most countries. But, um. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. But uh, um, I don't know. Um, it's it. Uh, should we talk about the end of this? Because somehow yeah, all five plots somehow yeah, they come all, together they, they in do. the sense of five planes crash yeah. into each other, and then you have them all on parachutes having this little sort of weird conversation on the way down, and like sharing cigars with each other, sort of thing. Sharing cigars, well, except of course for Hawtrey, who gets a missile. He gets a missile. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Quite right. Which is, you know, and you know, it's going to happen. You do know it's going to happen. It's a very obvious backdrop, obviously, but uh, it's quite nice. Yeah. You know, they've obviously got there. I kind of like that bit because it's like eight minutes of them just floating it is, gently and, down. And, they, as a, and you've got and you've got lots of people. Got Bill Maynard all in his French French regalia. Yeah, you got Lance Percival. Yeah. You got Lance Percival all yellowed up with his team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, you know. You've got um, you've got uh, Charles Hawkins. Connor. You've got Kenneth Connor. Uh, who else have you got? You, see, you seem to have more at the end than you started with it, almost in a way. Um, yeah. I think isn't um, isn't Joan Hickson? She's a type of like round the world um, suffragette. Yeah, um, and she's sort of very gung ho. Exactly, and she's she says, "Well, I'm going to fly around the world. I don't care what you men are doing." Yeah. Well, what, what we're like, doing yeah. is a world war, so you shouldn't really be flying over. But they sort of really they sort of undercut it because um, she doesn't get into a plane; she just gets into a handbag. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the big they, wooden handbag, and it just goes over the white crystal over and crashes, doesn't it? It does. It, I mean, that's a, that's her sort of that's her running gag, I guess. I mean, that presumably yeah. that's based on a real because if everything else is based on a real story, then presumably Joan Hickson's character. Can you remember what she's called? Oh, um, oh, what's she called, Veronica? Oh. Yeah, that's right, Veronica. Veronica well, Hazard. Her... Veronica Hazard. Herself... That's it, Veronica. But she calls herself Ronnie. Ronnie Hazard. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ronnie H. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, um, and it's quite. I mean, that's a really good stunt. I don't know how they actually did that. Because that's not. It. That that is literally a balsa wood handbag going over the white Cosadova. 
But also, it's quite a nice message in a way. It's like, well, I'm just going to get on with doing this. You can have your yeah. world, world war, and I'm just going to yeah, fly, get fly on. a big handbag over the world just, over. Yeah, exactly. I'm just going to get on with being shit. Exactly, and get on with being stupid. And, get on with being bloody you know, stupid and, you know, falling and, into the in North a way that, And in a way, that's sort of the message of carry-on films in general, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, just be a bit bloody stupid. Let's just get on with being stupid. Yeah, and just occasionally and, uh, make references to genitalia, but without exactly, really being yeah. specific. Just, just when you get bored, yeah. Yeah. But there you go. Well, I don't know. Um, it's fun. I think it's it a lot fun. of fun. And, uh, but... I, it's weird, isn't it? I think we're both dancing around this issue. We don't really know why. <laughs> no, it's absolutely right. You know, I think it's just got that. It's just got the. Fe- it feels right, if you know what I mean. The the um, the, the all the casts, they're well cast, is what I mean. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Even though, yeah. even though Kenneth Williams and Sir James are a little bit muted, um, it just feels like there's a confidence about it, a breeziness where not, nothing goes on too long or or is incomprehensible. No, I think that's it. Weirdly, they sort of like, you know, when like you watch a Dick Emery sketch and it lasts nine days. Yeah, exactly. In this, everything is like, every scene is like two minutes tops. And then suddenly we'll cut to something else. And And yes, some of them might be rubbish, but you immediately hit with something else. And so that's exactly what you said. That's exactly why, as you say, it sounds like it's a bit like, airplane or something like that it's it's just yeah it's just an if, unrelenting... if you don't know this gag there's another one in five seconds yeah and and that's Talbot Rothwell obviously and um well and I mean he's pretty much I mean not throughout the rest of the carry-on tenure but he's pretty much here to stay for the next 18 basically seconds, with, with a couple of as we as we yeah know, a few a of sort of you know interesting uh, diversions interesting diversions but yeah he's pretty much now this is yeah. um and I think now, do you think maybe this uh, carry-on pilot is the is now we're getting into the sort of really familiar carry-on trope that people maybe love more now? I, th- I think I think you're probably right. I mean, that people are just now going, "These are brilliant. We love them. Yeah. And they're going to be they're going to become a proper fixture now." I mean, there's obviously there are a few. Um, well, there's a few weird a few wrong, wrong turning. Well, yeah. n- like next next episode, as I've already said, we're doing carry-on Paris. Carry-on Paris, which, yeah. Which I do love. I mean, it's a very, it's a different, it's a different feel. Again, it doesn't feel quite so carry on as this one does. But no, it's, but it's, it's got lots of good things about it. I mean, it, uh, um, I mean, well, f- first of all, it's but it's uh, well. Let's already say it's a musical. Um, it's a musical, which is the first it's time. Jim, it's the first and only, and it's Jim Dale led. Jim Dale led, of course. It's his first carry on. First carry on, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's filmed in France. Uh, well, we, let's save this to next time. Yeah, 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 it, yeah. Of course, yeah. But, yeah. but, but it's sort of it, what I meant was it shows the confidence of the production team is that the yes, you know, they can turn on on a sixpence and say, well, you like uh, you like carry on pilot. Oh, you don't because of the Cuban Massacre. Crisis. In which case, how about this? Carry on Paris. How about this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it, you know, and oh, you didn't like that either. Well. How about the next one? Which yeah, exactly, which we'll come on to. In, in... Yeah, well, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Um, but, um, so, well, look, look, we're 54 minutes in. I think this should be an hour show. Yeah. So, should we maybe just spend a minute um, thinking now maybe about, um, I don't know, uh, what, what, what would you like to spend an entire minute thinking about? Well, what haven't we covered? Is there anything we haven't covered in the film? Right. Because it's a large, haven't covered. It's I a think, large really. cast. I don't think we've mentioned everyone. No. Well, yeah. Well, should we just sort of mention the people that were in it? Don, Donald Houston is in it. He's he's very good. Yeah. Too. I exactly. mean, again, playing um, playing it very straight, of course. Yes. Um, um, who else? Who is else? It? Pa- Patrick Cargill. Patrick Cargill. Yes, he's he's, he's fantastic. Actually, he's, he's just one of the colonels, but he's brilliant. Yeah. Well, it's like it's a bit like a bridge too far or something. They're just endless, you know. Reputable yes. um, um, English yeah. actor. Oh, also, do you remember last last? I couldn't remember the name of the actor who always acts a policeman. He's in it. Cyril Chamberlain. That's his name. Cyril he, Chamberlain. And yeah, I, I, I did a bit of research about him. He, um, the reason he's always a policeman in a film, right, is because he ju- he just always he re- turned up wearing wearing. He just turned up on set wearing the police uniform, and you just go what? The people just yeah, just and if anyone said, "Could you wear something else?" He said, "No, I fucking won't." Apparently, right. And so, so they uh, sort of had to adapt it around him. That's why, because it doesn't quite make sense in this film. He's an he's an air policeman. 
He's a Sky policeman, yeah. Sky, sorry, you're right. Sky, he's right. a Sky policeman. He's a, well, Sky cop, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he's just like turns up, like making notes in his tiny little notebook. And uh, well, that I think ah, there you go. That's why we have the hot air balloon in there because he's in the hot ah, air balloon in the sky, he isn't is. he? And he's sort of That's... like stopping traffic. But it still is. A, I mean, like he blows a whistle and then the plane has to stop. That's and then exactly right. The planes go past and all that stuff. I mean, ah, it, it, it may, it, yeah. I mean, he, he sort of makes sort of sense in this film, but you know, when he turns up in other historical films, wearing a you know as a policeman, yeah, it doesn't quite. It's for example, Carry On Troy, which we'll come on to, in which um, we'll get to. Yeah, there's yeah. no, you know, it's, I yeah. mean, it's almost apparently apparently it's was, it was almost like no one dared mention it to him because it was like a wig or something. It's like he's Cyril's in his police uniform and just. We'll make it work. Just don't mention it. Sort just of don't thing. say anything. Is that because he was just say. spiky in general? That you, I don't know. I think he may have been um, a policeman, maybe mentally troubled. Oh, or maybe no, maybe he's a policeman. You're quite right. I think he just maybe might he's have a, been a, policeman. a troubled policeman. Right, a troubled policeman. Right. Oh well. Oh well. If he's a troubled policeman, that's oh fine. yeah. Well yeah. Bloody yeah. I mean, a lot of troubled policemen. You know. I mean, we nearly caught Jack the Ripper by a troubled policeman. I love troubled policemen. Oh, well, they're the best, aren't they? They're the best trouble policemen, aren't they? They're oh, they're amazing. Wonderful. No, I like a trouble policeman. Oh, good old trouble boys in blue. Oh, tell you what, let's do a little fucking salute to trouble policemen. Yeah, good old trouble policemen on the thin trouble blue line between us and trouble crime. Yeah. Good on Blimey. you, trouble, trouble yeah. fellas. Good on you, 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 you tricksy fucks. You tricksy fucks, just don't, don't pick up. You just know. don't, you just don't. Calm, calm down. Yeah, but also don't you know blame someone else for yeah, it, which, which you normally do. I mean, I would say know. get get another job, but no, no, yeah, no, or, don't get another no, job. No, 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 trouble policeman. No, you, keep on tracking, you trouble keep policeman. On trouble, trouble, <laughs> come on, come on, yeah. trouble policeman. Come, come on. on, come on, come on. I know you've yeah. got a bad rap, but there are always a couple of troubled apples. I know you've got a bad rap, and it's completely deserved because of everything you've done. But yeah. no. But you know who who watches the who polices the policeman? Who, who gives that? <laughs> well, who gives a fuck to the government? Who, who gives a fuck to the Gibbon mother? Sorry, the government. Sorry. Oh, the government. Yeah, it's all the. In... Oh, I think it's the government. Yes, yeah. it is. It is the government. All right. Well, look, we're fifty-eight forty-two in, and That'll I do, would like it? one minute to think about something. <laughs> Um, well, I, is it, is it yeah. okay? Well, why don't we independently think about something? I'm going to think about Tanita Tanikaram Sharopidis for a minute. Okay. What are you What are you going to think about? Well, that, that's what I was going to go for. Oh well, we'll do that. All right, we'll but, do it now. Okay, I'm thinking about that. Yeah. Just sorry to interrupt the thinking about oh. Tanita Tanikaram Sharopidis, but um, yeah, did, did you you didn't have anyone like sitting outside your house this time round? Did you? I I think. Um, I, I didn't actually. Is, I, 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 um... Well, there's a. I've got like a sort of like um, I want to say um, like a a little shitty light. Um, no, a little sort of like like if people are in the garden and the light turns on. Yeah, yeah. That went off a couple of times, but I just assumed it was a. She's a tickerum's shopperist. Well, yeah. I mean, this is normally the time she does her rounds, but um, I just thought it might have been a fox or a leaf. Okay, fox or a leaf or. Why have you, you've not had any? No, well, weirdly, okay. since um, since the last episode was, there, there was a okay, there was a black Mercedes outside my house. Um, what now? No, there, there was. It's gone now. And every time I went outside the house, they tried to bundle me into it. But I think that was just a mistake. And um, anyway, since the last episode, I think was, was, I think that's just because of the um, the crisis with all our bills and stuff. I think it probably is. I mean, it could have been a troubled policeman. But, um, they could have been. I tell you what, because of the energy crisis, they might have tried to bundle you in to the back just to warm their boots. Exactly. Well, I'm a very warm-hearted person, so I wouldn't blame. Well, them. No, I know that. I know that. I know that. Oh gosh. Well, well no, I've not noticed anything. No, I mean, there's a couple of a couple of red dots going across the ceiling, but I think it's. I, just, I think it's just. I think, red I, I, think, I think we're just getting jumpy. I don't know why. I think it's just. You nothing. think? I think, okay. it's, I think it's nothing. Absolutely okay. nothing. All right. Well, um, that's a big few from me then, <laughs> and a big, f- big quoi from me about something else. Uh, <laughs> well, that's how you end this exactly, with a big yeah. quoi. So oh. wonderful. So next, so next time we meet, we'll be talking about carry. Oh, on. you revealed it already. Carry, I know. Sorry, carry on Paris. 
I'm sorry. Carol Paris. But uh, it's as you say, it's a musical. It's a, it's a very, it's a very fun one. I'm sure you all know it yeah. at home. Yeah. Um, so we'll be talking about that next time. But until then, don't forget to carry on. Uh, uh, listening to listening this. to carry on when we do it. Carry on waiting right. for the next time that we carry on. Um, and we speak to carry you. on to this. Carry. Okay, our next time to the end of the podcast is happening now. So goodbye. Bye. Because uh, when you're screaming, I know that you're dreaming of me. Thank you.